strategic communications is how you connect with the community, connect with your audience, and also the language and um, what you are, what you're, what you're telling about yourself. Okay. So it's all about, because it ties in your marketing, it ties in your branding, it ties into everything. Right. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I have a very special guest back on the show today. I have Shonda Grower. Shonda, great to have you back on the show. It's glad to be back, and actually in person this time. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> we were just talking, and, and Shonda was on episode 808 of our podcast during the pandemic. So actually seeing and being on the other side here at the intelligence office is awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. It's crazy to be live talking to people. Exactly. I like being home, though. <laughs> there we go. Well, we'll get you in and out really, really fast. But you're doing so many phenomenal things. What I wanted to do was just hear a little bit more about your story, what you've been working on, and all the awesome things you're doing to make an impact. Okay, so I fell into public relations by accident. Okay. I'm a business consultant Okay. by trade. That has been my saving grace. Well, I love doing that because to have someone bring an idea to me yeah. and I give them the full, exactly how to launch it, what to do, mm-hmm. just adding public relations to that, the strategic communication side, will help them to get the reach so that people will look at their business. So it's like, it, it, it all came together. Yeah, that makes sense. So you said a phrase I wasn't all the way familiar with, she said strategic communications. What, yes. what exactly is that? Strategic communications is how you connect with the community, connect with your audience, and also the language and um, what you are what you're, what you're telling about yourself. Okay. So it's all about, because it, it ties in your marketing, it ties in your branding, it ties into everything. Right. So it's everything from your, how do I put it? It's from your background all the way to your future endeavors to those nuances that happen, crisis management, all of that is under that same umbrella. Interesting. That, that makes so much sense. And I almost think that you find that a lot in all aspects of business, but I imagine especially within public relations, things can be siloed where not realizing that these things mm-hmm. can all work strategically to help you reach whatever goal that you might have. So say you are a community organization that um, is supplying books to children. Right. And then if you tell the story on why, then you don't got to find your audience. Then you have to find, you have to connect those dots. And then you want to make work on your public persona. You can't have, there's certain things that don't align with children's books. So looking at all of those and then looking at who to connect in your community to get in front of those children to connect with the parents. So you have to learn those different languages that all come into play. So Yeah, I love that you said languages because, again, if you're not doing it, you have... Spanish speaking with German or French, they're just not corresponding as well. So (laughs) So a lot of people don't get that you can say the same message Mm -hmm. in so many different ways. Mm. So that's the art of strategic comm because you're just repackaging the same thing 
but so it appeals to the different audience because for a TV producer to want to cover the story, you have to speak that language. So yeah. Interesting. So that's a lot of what you do probably speak these different languages to help your clients get placement, right? Yes, I do want to put I want to put multilingual on my my stuff, but I can't. (laughs) Right, multilingual PR. There you go. (laughs) And it's it's all a lot of people think having a logo Uh and a pretty picture. Uh That's it. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Because we're cousins to, so I always say marketing and public relations are first cousins. Okay. Or, you know, they're relatives. And so then if you have a strategy Uh on top of that marketing, your public relations, that business strategy, Uh they're all in the same family. But you cannot have, how do I put it? If your business foundation, your strategy is not sound, uh-huh. what's the point of having public relations and marketing mm-hmm. when you won't be able to, once you get that visibility, you won't be able to sustain. People will leave bad reviews. People will say things. Then comes crisis management. Mm-hmm. That's expensive. That makes perfect sense. And if you don't have all those things talking to each other are cohesive than being with different families and you know very 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 distant cousins at the very yeah, least that are, co- are they talking don't even talk to each other. <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> and you definitely don't want to work do, do that work and i think what you touched on is that we can sometimes fall in love with the things that we do and think mm-hmm. the things that we do are great but i feel like part of what you do in that translation is being able to make sure the other person on the other end knows that's great as well too and right. that's something that we have to realize needs to be bridged and, and a lot of times and this is what I tell some of my clients. You can't be the only voice in the room. You can't be the only one saying how great you are. Right. People have to co-sign that. People have to legitimize you knowing that you're great at what you do. So a lot of times, I don't know why I need to talk to them. Because you can't be the only one saying, I'm great, I'm great, I'm great, I'm great. There's <laughs> some people that got to tell you you're great too. It's no, because... If you're only talking to yourself, you're only talking to yourself. So, yeah. Yeah, that, that makes so much sense. And, and that's why I love the work that you do. Because it's, I guess, the, the phrase, and directly correct me if I'm wrong, like that earned media. Correct. Where people are celebrating you, are talking about you. Correct. It gives you validation for the greatness that you have within. But you need to have it validated because you don't want to be the only one saying, hey, I'm great. <laughs> and that's, I've had um, news outlets ask what other people have covered your client. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because sometimes how some people they'll go in and they think that I should be on this platform. Yeah. If your own local blogger or your own local news or your own local newspaper or something like that, your community uh, newsletter doesn't want to cover you. Why would somebody else, like why would a larger platform want to cover? You can't right. skip those steps. Yeah. So. That makes sense. Do you feel like that's part of your secret sauce thing you feel such a part of makes you unique? That awareness around like how yeah. important all those pieces are and being able to translate that? Yeah, that's my it's so funny. Like I keep I, I tell you all the time the secret sauce is me. Mm-hmm. Because I have those that so random moments like I'm dating myself. <laughs> but I have those moments where I can look when they talk, there's somebody's talking to me, I have those moments. I zone out a little bit, yeah. but I'm seeing the path like laid out in front of me. Right. So that's the difference because I can say, listen, what you're doing right now online right. in the long run is not gonna be great for you. Right. Because oh, I tell you. <laughs> you probably have seen everything. And, and let me ask you, so how long have you been in the PR field or somehow related to the... I actually, okay. So I had to think about this. Back in 2015, when I actually went into entrepreneurship, Right. 
I didn't realize that I was doing that then because I was looking at people's public image. I was Googling them and stuff before I worked with them. Right. Even doing like little mini background checks and stuff yeah, yeah. and seeing what they look like in the community. So I've been doing this for a long time. Yeah. 2015. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. And, and the reason I wanted to ask you that is just because I was getting visions. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Beautiful Mind, mm-hmm. where he's literally writing on walls and all these things are connecting. He's seeing something nobody else is seeing. They're yeah. not sure what's happening. But when you were saying that you had those that's Arabian yeah. ones, I, w- I was picturing that. But I w- wanted to make sure because I imagine that didn't, didn't just happen overnight. It's because mm-hmm. of the work and time and experience that you've been putting yeah. into the industry. And I'm always, always reading. I'm always learning. And one of the things, I will pull out the old, there's a public relations dictionary, and it has all of these things, so I always go back through, and I was like, wait a minute, and I'll go back to those terms, or I'll look at other books that help me, it's so many, that are not online, because sometimes you have to go back to that paper, and then just, that has helped me so much, because sometimes those older we're using the same tactics just on a digital level but a lot of people aren't going back and realizing those strategies that worked before will work now so that's another way i have the leg up because i'm always researching yeah it's like those foundational principles so i wanted to switch gears a little bit Mm -hmm. and i want to ask you for what i call a ceo hack so this could be like an app a book or a habit that you have but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient okay so I will say scheduling. Okay. And it's not on a business level, but it's on a personal level. Mm-hmm. Because I feel I've found that having that peace and that quote unquote balance. Uh-huh. So I wake up at the same time every morning. Okay. And I actually, I love Alexa, has mm-hmm. been my saving grace. Mm-hmm. So I have it set to where it gradually turns the lights up. Okay. And then it prompts me to go into my meditation and I tell people all the time, don't just jump up and get on your phone. Right. Take that time, get drink water and then get yourself together. And that right there changes the whole trajectory of your day. Yeah. I have found that has made because somebody wake up, somebody says, I'm having a bad day. It's like then go back to bed and get back up again. <laughs> because if you start your day in a positive way, yeah. The whole day, no matter what happens, you'll smile and get through it. So, yeah. Yeah. Tony Robbins has this quote that uh, he says, in order to win the day, you got to win the morning. Yep. And I love that quote that you said. I'm definitely going to borrow that. Yep. Where he said, okay, you didn't have a bad day or a bad start to your day. Start, go, start yeah. it over. Let's start it over. Get you know, on the other side. Because <laughs> exactly. I tell, like, and sometimes it's like the first thing I do is like when the lights are grassy, I, I have to smile. Yeah. I'm waking I'm waking up. Yeah. Um, that is, the, that is the biggest thing. So it's changed, I say, in the last year. Uh-huh. It's changed how my, how my business has grown. Yeah. I've grown. Yeah. It's changed everything. So, yeah. yeah. Wake up with that smile. Love it. So, <laughs> I guess speaking of time machines, <laughs> I wanted you to, to hop into a time machine Ooh. and give us like what I call a CEO nugget. So, it could be for yourself in that time machine and talking to, yeah. to business founder, or it might be something you would tell a client. If I could go back when I launched my catering and my dessert company, mm-hmm. I would have told myself to never give up mm. because I have a book of recipes. If I can go back, I will publish it. I still might do it anyway. I was going to say that. <laughs> it's, on, it's, it's on wax, yeah, as they say. As it is. Say. <laughs> I really would tell myself to never give up no matter what happens because I stopped baking and cooking when my dad got sick. Mm. And 
and I should have just used that as a fuel to keep going and keep developing recipes and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, that's the only thing I would ever go back and do. Yeah. It's not a regret, it's just, yeah. Yeah, the beautiful thing is, like you said, and you already spoke it to is this is like you can always go back and, and make sure those things happen, those things yeah. can happen. But I, I love that going through life, I think so many times uh, the recipe for success, we forget that the most probably important ingredient of that is the perseverance and resilience. You're absolutely correct because a lot of stuff that I visited in the beginning, the start of my business, I'm doing now. Mm. like things that I'm implementing in systems and stuff like that that did not work at the beginning stages work now yeah so yeah you're absolutely correct on that yeah and so now I want to ask you my absolute favorite question which mm-hmm. is the definition of what it means to be a CEO we're hoping to have different quote-unquote CEOs on this show so Shonda what does being a CEO mean to you being a CEO is being fearless because within that fear you can use that to fuel those moments because sometimes as a CEO there are moments where you have to make or break it. That decision is going to make or break your business or a relationship with a client. So going into something fearless, like wholeheartedly standing 10 times, 10 toes down on what needs to happen, mm-hmm. is that's what being a CEO is. Because sometimes you have to make that hard decision. Yeah. Can't be scared. You got to go ahead and jump out there and do it. Because yeah. I've learned that not doing that has proven detrimental to my business so mm. you know have no fear do do what you need to do yeah. and keep it moving so yeah that, that's so powerful and a lot of people forget that within that fear that doubt it's going to kind of cloud your judgment because you go into self-preservation you're mm. not thinking about tomorrow you're not thinking about next week you're not thinking about the ripple effect that one decision that you're making out of fear can do to you yeah. and your bottom line and cost you a lot of money. Okay, I'm speaking from personal. <laughs> there we go. That's why we're here. And I think it's just so powerful when you realize what fear can do. And as you said, sometimes that can cloud your judgment. Have you not made those best right. decisions for yourself today, but also a lot further in the future? So, yeah. <laughs> Shandra, truly appreciate that definition. Of course, appreciate your time even more. So, Thank what I want you. to do now is passion the mic, so to speak. Just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know and then how best people get out of you. I would say to listeners and those who are viewing to always, always look at how you're interacting with others. Mm-hmm. Be authentic. Please do not create a persona because that inauthenticity is going to be the biggest detriment to your brand, your business, and your overall public profile. So... Always be yourself, no matter what, just be yourself. And yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, I love that. The quote is be yourself because everybody else is already taken. Yes. <laughs> but yes. I think that makes sense by staying true to yourself. But as you said so well, that whole brand piece is, mm-hmm. is huge because if you are on, let's just say, one interview and you're this way and then you're talking to your employee, you're talking in this way. Those things are, end up becoming Gosh. part of your brand. They, yeah, they. It's in this world, it's getting easier to see oh. when they're not that. There's not that alignment. And I, I think that's. I'm glad you said that because yeah. CEOs who are or leaders of companies, 
if they're they're saying they're generous, they're this, they're that in the media, and then you have a slew of employees going down this major list, that right there will kill any brand. Your stock will plummet, investors will pull out. So just remember that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Stay true and stay consistent. To, yes. You know who you are. So Chandra, Chandra, truly appreciate that again. Yes. We'll definitely have the links of people that want to get a hold of you. Oh, you? you can find me at chandragorconsulting.com. It's Chandler Group Consulting on every platform. And that's pretty much it. And just don't DM me because that's not going to get answered. <laughs> there we go. Well, we, we'll, keep it, we'll keep it old school. Someone old school will have the links and information. Yes. Show notes. Make sure you reach out to Chandra there. And I think that's that should be it. I yeah. appreciate you. I appreciate all the awesome things you're doing. And I appreciate you for having me again. I mean, Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO Podcast, powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. IMCEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. This has been the IMCEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.